In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It is happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the hip-hop patriot jeremy harrell probably one of the largest letdowns in political history just have fun keep fighting god wins ago, I won this primary with 73% of the vote. I could easily have done the same again. The path was clear. <laughs> but it would have required that I go along with President Trump's lie about the 2020 election. Aww. It would have required that I enable his ongoing efforts to unravel our democratic system republic. and attack the foundations of our republic. There you go. That was a path I could not and would not take. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Pathetic. What a pathetic concession speech by the yellow Teletubby herself, Miss Piggy Liz Cheney. Um, Oh, oh, we're not done. We're not done. Not only was her uh, concession speech filled with the people, the voter of Wyoming was under attack. No, Liz Cheney, you, you are under attack. She can't get, oh, she can't get outside of her own ego and admit that she went against her constituents' wishes. When you are a representative, you are not there to push your agenda. You are there to have common sense debates and conversations and dialogue with your constituents to get them to see that maybe your way might be a little bit better than what has been what the status quo is. But ultimately, your job as a representative is to represent the people. And the people of Wyoming, Liz, did not want you to do what you've been doing. 
and you went against the people who vote you in and put you in D.C., and what did you think was going to happen? Stop making it all about you, Representative Liz Cheney, or I should say the artist formerly known as... (laughs) Anyway, she goes on to compare herself. I'm not kidding you here. She goes on to compare herself to Abraham Lincoln. Watch this. The great and original champion of our party, Abraham Lincoln, was defeated in elections for the Senate and the House before he won the most important election of all. Lincoln ultimately prevailed, he saved our union, and he defined our obligation as Americans for all of history. Speaking at Gettysburg of the great task remaining before us, Lincoln said that we here highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom, and that government of the people by the people, and for the people shall not perish from this earth. <laughs> See you later, Liz. Bye-bye. You, uh, you, you're no Abraham Lincoln, okay? Uh, we understand where she's going. She's actually going to be a lobbyist to work for, guess what? The Lincoln Project. Yes, the anti-Trump. Trump-hating Lincoln Project, ladies and gentlemen, that is where she is headed. Now, before we get into the video that I really want to show you, which highlights uh, exactly what happened last night, I would like to go ahead, if you'll, if you'll let me, and I'd like to play this, just something real quick for you here. Hold on. What, I think it's, okay, let's pull this up. Um, this is for you, Liz, and so is this. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. <laughs> One more time. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Liz Cheney, you are gone, ladies and gentlemen. She is gone. Let's go ahead and play another soundbite. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. And another one gone. And another one gone. And another one bites the dust. I'd like to thank the uh, the LFA producer for putting that together real quick. That quick little loser meme. I'll share that out so you guys can share that to everybody. Now, here's the video that I really wanted to show you, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead. I want to show you. Basically, this is one of those how it started, how it's going. Okay? This is basically a how it started, how it's going moment. Here is how it all started with a Trump-endorsed Harriet Hagman. Let's go ahead and play that clip. We're fed up with the Green New Deal and the socialists who created it. Mm. We're fed up with the attacks on our fossil fuel and energy industries. We're fed up with an open border. We're fed up with human trafficking. We're fed up with fentanyl flooding our country. And we're fed up with illegal immigration. We're fed up with critical race theory. We're fed up with boys competing in girls' sports. We're fed up with... 
Facebook, Google, and YouTube for blocking conservative speech. We're fed up with our government and universities censoring conservative thought, canceling debate, and rewriting history. We're fed up with the corruption in the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, the CIA, the NSA, and the FISA We're fed up with mask mandates, vaccine mandates, the CDC, the NIH, the WHO, and the misinformation campaign surrounding COVID-19. And we're fed up with Anthony Fauci. Amen. and the elitists in D.C. who are getting rich while the middle class falls further behind every year. We're fed up with Joe Biden, with Nancy Pelosi. We're fed up with the January 6th Commission and those people who think that they can gaslight us. And we're fed up with Liz Cheney. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Americans are speaking loud. I told you on November 4th, this country is too big and too strong and too filled with American patriotism from sea to shining sea that we can definitely withstand four years of an illegitimate stolen presidency. Will we take bumps and bruises? Yes. Will we take bumps and bruises? Of course we will. Of course we will. But again, ladies and gentlemen, I just showed you how it started. And again, this is how it is going. I'm a and we are ridding this Republican Party of all Republican in name only. That is R-I-N-O, not R-H-I-N-O. Ladies and gentlemen, stop. Stop discriminating against those beautiful animals that we call rhinos. These are R-I-N-O's. Republican in name only. And America's speaking. It is what it is. America is speaking. America has had enough. Amen? If you are fed up, like and share the video. If you are fed up, rumble and repost the video on Getter and on Rumble. And now it's time to show some birthday presents, folks. Now it's time to show some birthday presents. But before we do, let me read who sent what so I can show it to you. And I want to thank you for the evening off last night. I'd like to, uh, I'd like to tell you how much I appreciate you guys allowing me to spend some time with my family and, uh, and all these beautiful, wonderful gifts that you sent me. While we're doing this, let's try to get to 5,000 on Rumble. I can't do that. Only you can. Here we go. Amanda Collins. God bless you. She sent this new Trump hat. This little mini flag, as you can see, it says Trump, make America get great again, 2024. And she sent this awesome campaign button, as you can see right here, Jeremy Harrell, Harrell for freedom. And that's what my hat says. We'll get to that in a minute. We've got another you're fired button, another button to add to our button collection. And that is an unknown. Regis Davis, 
a donation. Thank you very much. A beautiful letter. Thank you very much. A pic of both of us meeting and of his dog, Scruffy, and his little boy. Scruffy actually passed away, ladies and gentlemen. Regis Davis has had quite a, uh, quite a, uh, a terrible year with loss, losing family members, and, uh, and now he lost his little dog. Uh, Scruffy drowned in their pool. Uh, so please keep Regis and his family and Scruffy and their animals in your prayers. And he sent this, this beautiful silver dollar for my birthday. Thank you so very much, Regis. And sorry that you're going through everything you're going through. I really, really am. Uh, Melissa Zajac, thank you for the birthday card. The American flag, this pen, uh, and the Trump uh, Keep America Great bracelet. See this pen? It says, we the people are pissed off. We the people are pissed off. Thank you very much. And for the Keep America Great, the CAG bracelet thank you so very much we've got more here folks i've got to say thank you to everybody so you're gonna have to bear with me here everybody deserves a shout out jennifer jasperson thank you very much for the mike lindell book to give to scotty we'll get it right out to him uh and 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 uh if the lfa producer will make sure he puts a note down to get scotty's address if we don't already have it bridget nicodemus thank you for the mike lindell books to give away as well gracie martin thank you for the Cherokee Lord's Prayer and the birthday card. Check this out, folks. Now, my great-grandfather and great-grandmother grew up on reservations. My great-grandfather, my actually, when he was a small boy, also grew up on a reservation in Oklahoma. So they visited Oklahoma, the Cherokee, Na- the Cherokee Nation landmarks, and sent me the Lord's Prayer in the Cherokee language. This is a phenomenal gift, and I want to thank you so very much for my Cherokee heritage, uh, for recognizing my Cherokee heritage, and a lot of people out there also have a Cherokee heritage, and I'd like to uh, thank you guys for recognizing that. Moving on, uh, Bonnie Musel, thank you for the newspaper article here uh, from for Cary Lake. This is pretty incredible. Check this out, folks. Newspaper article from Carrie Lake from, from her hometown and also sent a donation. Let me uh, open this up here so you can see Carrie Lake on the front page there. There you go. These things are, ch- I cherish this stuff, folks. I cherish this stuff. I frame a lot of this stuff and I put it on the wall of fame. So just know that uh, none of your stuff uh, goes by the wayside or goes in the garbage or anything. Also, from so- to Sonia. Sonia Leal, thank you for the Mike Lindell books as well, and the Terrence K. Williams book. I have not read that. I'm looking forward to it. Deb Yoakum, thank you for the birthday card, the donation, the Mike Lindell books, and the Smarties. Holly Tyndall, thank you for the donation and the letter. And uh, she has a gift that she's not been able to mail yet, but hopes to send it out soon. Thank you very much. Angel from Mountain Life Threads for the birthday card and the Herald for Freedom hat. Thank you, dear. You're so wonderful. Angie Wanzi, Wozni, excuse me. Thank you for the Bibles and the Good News Translation. Very easy to understand. Thank you. Sonja Woodruff, thank you for your monthly donation via check. Lloyd and Betty Atkins, thank you for your donation. Ruth Miller, thank you for your birthday card and donation. Uh, the Bittersweet News. And uh, she had an elderly uh, lab that passed away, 15-year-old and two months um, so we want to say prayers for her on that. And she said she's now able to become a monthly uh, donor, no longer has to pay for expensive meds for her dog that passed away. And uh, I just, you guys are such great people. And me and my wife, thank you so very much. Randy Lanham, thank you for the donation. Susan Dolce, thank you very much 
for the donation and the note. Uh, watched Dan, Dan Bongino first, liked his info, but feels that the lie from America family might be just a little bit more real and uh, loves that. Jennifer Jasperson, thank you for the birthday card. Donna Jones, thank you for the birthday card and the donation. Angela Wozni, thank you very much. Mary D'Agostino, thank you for the get well cards. Thank you so very much. And Deb Lucas. Thank you for your donations, folks. I could go on and on and on, especially with the folks who donate on JeremyHarrell.com. And I'll say thank you as much as I possibly can. But right now we're going to go to the Lord as we are 16 minutes past the hour. Let's go to the Lord. You're going to love this one this morning. I said, what is better to give or to receive? Please, in the comments section on Getter on Rumble, and hello to everybody watching on Roku and Firestick as well. Let me know, is it better to give or is it better to receive? It's a great newsletter this morning. So let's get to it. Luke 10, 38 through 42. Again, if you're you're following along in your Bibles, Luke 10, 38 through 42. Now, as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, Martha and Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teachings. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to get up and help me. But the Lord answered in all of his wisdom, Martha, Martha, you are so anxious and troubled about many things. But one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. What is Jesus saying here? What's happening? Well, is Martha in the wrong here for, asking, for telling the Lord to have Mary get up and help her? Because she is serving the Lord. She is bringing the Lord food. She is comforting the Lord. She is serving the Lord. Is Martha in the wrong here? Or is Mary in the wrong here for not serving the Lord, but sitting there at Jesus' feet and listening to his teachings? Was Jesus in the wrong? Well, Jesus was never in the wrong. So which one do you feel was in the wrong, Martha or Mary? Well, let's break it down here, folks. It's a very interesting part of the Bible. Luke is trying to get us to understand that when it comes to God and Jesus, it is better for us to receive than it is for us to give. Sounds weird, right? Well, in our earthly and fleshly lives and in society, it is much better to give than to receive. However, with God, it is better to receive than it is to give. There is nothing that you can ever give to God that God doesn't already have. He gives everything to you. He gives everything to you. Think about that. Think about that. Jesus describes himself as the bread of life, basically saying that he wants you to partake in him and what he offers to you, not the other way around. We receive healing, understanding, restoration, wisdom, provisions, and our very breath in our lungs from God. Jesus loves when we take from him, and there is an endless supply of all of it. So it is, is it better to receive or is it better to give? The answer is that it is better to give here on earth, but it is better to receive in the spirit from our heavenly father. Take as much as you can from Christ and never feel guilty about about that. The more you take from him, the more you can then pass on and give to others here on earth. Make sense?
we pray and we give thanks to Jesus for this understanding in his holy name. Amen. Starting to make a little bit more sense now, folks, when it comes to giving and receiving. You can only take from God. There's nothing you can give to him. The best thing you can do is give to others what God gave to you. God has an endless supply of everything. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is your newsletter of the day. Please remove your hats if you are wearing one. And let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Is it better to give or receive? The answer is both. It is better to give here on earth, but it is better to receive in the spirit when you are uh, when you're uh, taking things from the Lord, ladies and gentlemen, because there's nothing that you are ever going to be able to give to him. Amen. All right, folks, thank you very much. We are going to go to the first and foremost section of the day. But before we do, I would like to let you know that our very own Ben Berkwam will be joining the uh, the live from America family today. He will be joining us to talk about the Wyoming election that he covered last night while he was there and something very, very, very important as it pertains to our southern border. So just know that Ben Berkwin will be joining us. We've got 4,200 people. We're 800 shy on Rumble. You got to take that Rumble link, or if you're watching on the app, you got to share it to your direct messengers. That is our job of the day. Here we go. First and foremost, lift your cups up, and let's get right to it. There's a lot to cover as we go to Alaska. I'd like to thank everybody donating on Rumble Rants. As you know, that keeps our Slurp Fund full and it keeps our Live from America producer here and not uh, working somewhere else. (laughs) We don't need that. All right, here we go. We got to talk about Alaska. We got to talk about uh, that rhino, Murkowski. We've got to talk about Kelly Chewbacca. We've got to talk about Sarah Palin. Where is Alaska and where do we stand with wins or losses in Alaska. It's very tricky. It's very complicated. But long story short, folks, that is what happens when you're dealing with rank choice voting. And if these these scumbag GOP rhinos, they're the ones that are pushing this rank choice voting. Why? Because they know it's the only way to get rid of Trump-endorsed candidates so they can stay with the status quo of the Uniparty, the Republican in name only, onlys, and the sewer-dwelling swamp donkey Democrats who have had their grip on the throat of America for decades, going back even to Ronald Reagan. That is not me saying anything bad about Ronald Reagan. That's just letting letting you know that rhinos have been operating even right alongside Ronald Reagan. Ranked choice voting is the worst possible thing that you could ever do. And blue states are going to adopt this left and right. Let's get into it and let's talk about what happened in Alaska. Ranked choice voting and mail-in ballots. Debut in the deep red state of Alaska, where Democrats may now steal the U.S. House seat from Sarah Palin. What a lot of people don't know is that Sarah Palin was actually running in two races yesterday. Weird, right? A lot of people don't know that, but we're going to break that down and we're going to let you know where we stand here in Alaska with the elections. 
Republicans in Alaska passed the rank choice voting. When? In 2020. Sounds odd, right? It's a very confusing system, and it's only being pushed by rhinos and radicals in conservative red states. It allows Democrats to even the playing field when they have no chance of winning. Republicans also passed mail-in voting, institutionalized it in Alaska. And now you're starting to get the picture of why it's better to be proactive than reactive because now we know exactly what we're up against when it comes to the general election in November, okay? Alaska is lost, folks. Alaska is lost to the Uniparty, and we've got to figure out a way as a new Republican party, as the MAGA party, we've got to figure out a way to curb this election theft in these states like Alaska and Maine and soon coming to every blue state in the country. And rhino red state. Let's not forget that. Last night, Sarah Palin ran in two races in Alaska. The former governor ran in the 2022 primary race for the United States House of Representatives. She also ran in a special election to finish out Representative Don Young's term in the current U.S. House of Representatives because Don Young died earlier this year. We covered that here on Live from America. Okay, Sarah Palin may lose the election depending on who the third place challengers voters picked for their second choice. Start start following me. All right. This this. Ladies and gentlemen, this should not be legal. This should not be legal. This is not ranked choice voting. As American Patriot 13 says on Rumble, this is rigged choice voting. And the race will not be decided until the end of the month because Republicans just passed in, passed mail-in voting. The rhinos just tossed Alaska to the Democrats. God save us from this GOP rhino Republican Party. This is why it's so imperative that we get these rhinos out now so there's no chance that they can tee this up and give this to the Democrats in states like Alaska and Maine. Okay? It's a, it gets a little bit confusing, but let's get, let's get into it. There are two elections in play, both held last night, along with a host of changes implemented this year to how Alaska conducts its elections, including a shift to ranked choice voting. And here's what we need to know. Sarah Palin, along with Nicholas Begich, Republicans scion of major Alaskan Democratic family and former state representative Mary Paltola, a Democrat who would be the first Alaskan native in the state's congressional delegation. They're all competing to finish out Young's term in a special election. And independent Al Gross, who ran for Senate in 2020, also qualified for the general election but dropped out. Voters have ranked their choices, but the winner won't be clear until at least the end of August as mail-in ballots continue to trickle in and the official tallies the votes in Alaska. This morning, with an, estimate, with an estimated 69% of the ballots tallied, Peltola had 37% of the vote in his race, Palin had 32, and Begich had 28. Because no candidate surpassed 50%, the third-place candidate will be eliminated once all ballots are tallied from the mail-in ballots. That person's votes will be redistributed 
to whichever candidate his or her voters ranked second. All right? Alaska will move to mail-in voting permanently, period. And at the same time, they dropped signature verification on ballots. Republicans literally just gave the state away, and it's absolutely tragic. So how can we, as the new Republican Party, how can we, as MAGA candidates, fight this going into the general election? It's a good question, and it's up for debate. And I'll leave that for right now because we're talking about the results rather than what we can do moving forward. There's time to figure that out because I don't have a clear answer for you when it comes to ranked choice voting. All right. Alaska's Division of Elections will not verify the authenticity of voter signatures on the ballots cast in the upcoming um, statewide primary to replace Representative Don Young. There is no statutory authority to verify signatures, but voters will have to provide witness signatures. So what needs to happen, folks, is the legislature there needs to be turned inside out. They need to create laws in Alaska that allow that don't allow a ballot to be accepted by vote by uh if it doesn't have a voter signature on it. However, the legislation just passed a law that says they don't need them. That's the problem here. It's the legislation. It is the legislation. Now, moving on to Lisa Murkowski and to uh, uh, Chewbacca and what happened there. Long story short, Lisa Murkowski and Chewbacca have advanced to the November general election because of ranked choice voting. Now, if that wasn't the case, Lisa Murkowski would have won last night. So ranked choice voting actually saved us, but did it really? Because the voting is so screwed up and the mail-in ballots are such a fraudulent system that I guarantee you that Murkowski didn't even beat Chewbacca last night. But let's get into the facts. And the facts are that in Alaska's elections Tuesday, Lisa Murkowski advanced in the state Senate primary and Republican Sarah Palin advanced in the state House Republican primary. Murkowski advanced from her primary along with Kelly Chewbacca, who was endorsed by President Trump. Palin, another Trump-backed candidate, also advances to the November general election in the race for Alaska's only House seat. All right? But the fact of the matter is, is that Murkowski came in first in the Senate race and Chewbacca came in second. So if it wasn't for ranked choice voting, Murkowski would have won based on the way the voting process is done now. Ranked choice voting, which is super wrong and should be completely outlawed and so should mail-in ballots without a real valid excuse, you know, like it always has been in the United States of America. Saved uh, Kelly Chewbacca last night, and now Kelly Chewbacca, because she is within that margin of so many of so many um, candidates being ranked, will go on and will be on the ballot in November. So, what are we supposed to do? How are we supposed to make sure that even by ranked choice voting, Trump-backed candidates in these states move forward? Well, the long story short is, folks, we need to go on a massive campaign to, to make everybody in Alaska aware that if they don't want Lisa Murkowski, then they can't vote for her at all. Democrats are going to do it no matter what. Democrats are going to vote for the Democrat first, and then they're going to vote for Lisa Murkowski second. Why? Because the, at, at, the ver- at, at, the, the, at the very least, they have to have a uniparty rhino in there who will cave to the Democrats if the Democrats lose, which they will. It is a red state, but it's not really a red state. It's more like a purple state. 
because of the rhinos that are in charge in Alaska. So the only thing we can do is overwhelm them at the polls and not put Lisa Murkowski on the ballot at all. Does that make sense? Does that make sense to you? It's very screwed up. Nobody's going to break it down for you like that. That is what's going on. That is why we need to get rid of ranked choice voting. Amen? Uh, If you have any questions on that, please direct them to Jeremy at JeremyHarrell.com. And we will try to, uh, we we carved into some emails last night, uh, yesterday afternoon, and we'll carve into some more emails today and tomorrow. But ladies and gentlemen, if you have any questions on ranked choice voting, how it's done or what we can do, please direct them to Jeremy at JeremyHarrell.com. What I'm going to do right now, folks, is I'm going to send an invite to our very own Ben Berkwam because he's going to be coming in in about 15 minutes, and um, I didn't want this invite to time out on him. So I'm sending this invite to him now. Just uh, bear with me real quick. Okay, there we go. All set. All right, so long story short, folks, if you have any questions, like I said, direct them to Jeremy at JeremyHerald.com. We are going to get into this pretty heavy in the next few weeks because we've got to send out a major campaign somehow, some way to get rid of this ranked choice voting. And the only way to overcome it is to overcome that, uh, overwhelm them at the ballots and do not put Murkowski's name on the ballot. There are more ways we can do this. I don't know those answers yet. But just trust me that I'm working on those answers, okay? Uh, Reiki says that doesn't sound legal. That's completely right, because it's not. It's another way to steal the elections without stealing the elections, if you understand what I mean. All right, moving on. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen, from that, because we now know that Murkowski and Chewbacca have moved on, and there's there's not going to be a clear winner in that. There's just not going to be a clear one because they're too close. I think think, uh, Murkowski had... 46 or 47 percent of the boat while while uh, uh, Chewbacca had 42 percent, something like that. I don't remember the exact number, but uh, it's irrelevant. It doesn't even matter. Those numbers don't matter because they're both moving on. Uh, Melissa Steffi says choice voting sounds like how we had class elections in fifth grade. Exactly right. Exactly right. You know what it's doing? It's moving us more toward toward a uh, a, dem- a democracy voting, which is. Majority rules, which we don't do majority rule voting in the United States of America. We have representation and we have proper representation based on population size so that California can't outrule Rhode Island. If you if you know what I'm saying. And that's the way it's, it's done all the way down to our local level. But what they're doing is they're changing that at a local and state level to be a democracy, which is majority rules. And that's exactly what we need to stay away from. And that's what they want to do at a federal level with federalizing our elections, which we're never going to let happen. Amen. All right. We're at 4,500 on Rumble. I love to see it. Where are we at on Getter? We've got 1,500 on Getter. Let's keep pushing, folks. All right. Moving on. Peter Strzok. Does everybody remember that loser? Peter Strzok. Uh, disgraced FBI agent who's being protected by the government, who's being protected by the deep state. The same Peter Strzok that we have um, email communication that said, we're going to stop pres- uh, We're going to stop Trump. He won't win the election. Yeah, that guy. The same loser who was involved in the illegal FISA spying, the FISA warrant on President Trump. Yeah, that guy. The same guy that was uh, having an affair with Lisa Page and they both used their power to take down President Donald Trump. Yeah, that guy. Well, this guy, Peter Strzok, apparently threw a fit when he found out that Donald Trump had two passports. 
Peter Strzok desperately cries out on Twitter and anywhere else where anybody will actually hear his whiny nasally voice. Why does President Donald Trump, why does he have two passports? Russia collusion hoaxer and corrupt FBI agent Peter Strzok tweeted out a response to President Donald Trump's true social last night. Peter Strzok does not appear to have his own public true social account. You know, he's too afraid to get over there, to be over there and be uh, held accountable. So it is unclear how or why he is creeping on President Trump's truth social. So he's got fake accounts on there, not a verified account that's him. Much like most Democrats who are afraid to show their own faces, which is why they cover them up and cry like little wussies from the corner. So President Trump truthed out, wow, in the raid, they took my passports, one being expired. You guys remember that, right? Well, to which Peter Strzok screenshotted and cropped and pasted from True Social. He said, again, it is not clear how he did. It's not clear how he did so. He's probably logged in under a fake account or he's got some friends doing it for him. But then he takes it and he posts it on, on Twitter, on his own safe space, his government-influenced Twitter, and posts, please, oh, please keep asking how you can turn down the temperature in our country, Trump. And why do you have two passports? The Russian passport, of course, is kept in a vault in Yesenovo. This is what Peter Strzok says. He says that President Trump has a Russian passport and a United States passport, but the Russian passport is held in a vault in Yesenovo and was only swapped out at third country meets. So it can't be that one. So why do you have... So basically he's accusing President Donald J. Trump of having a nationalist uh, Russian passport, which is absolute false. No proof to back that up. Same old Russia, Russia, Russia crap. Just him spouting off at his tiny little uh, hole in his face. Know your role and shut your hole, Peter Strzok. We're coming for you, too. We're coming for you and your pension. And you're going to be left homeless, dirt poor, with nothing. Mark my words, you little square-headed dork. Um, So he says, why does President Trump have two passports? Well, for an FBI agent, it should be very clear why President Trump has two passports. Scumbag. We all have... Anybody who have a passport out there, raise your hand if you have a passport. Raise your hand if you have a passport. Does anybody have a passport? And if you do, please raise your hand in the comment section and say, yeah, I have a passport. Why am I asking you this? Well, because we civilians, as American citizens, we have a passport, a regular old passport. But then there's another level of passport, which FBI agent Peter Strzok should definitely know, and which is what Nancy Pelosi, Peter Strzok... Donald Trump, anybody really elected to some kind of nationwide uh, seat, like a Senate or House seat, they have what they call a diplomatic passport. So President Trump has a diplomatic passport because he is and was elected president of the United States. I got to talk to him like Kamala Harris. So that is called a diplomatic passport. Okay? And a simple Google search can be found what a, demo, what a diplomatic passport is actually used for and who retains those diplomatic passports. You also have what is called a regular passport. And the regular passport you use for personal reasons only. So for this douche to go on Twitter and go, Why does President Trump have two passports? He should understand why President Trump has two passports. He knows that. What this is called is 
gaslighting, ladies and gentlemen. And when you gaslight your base, you are expecting them, if you are lying and gaslighting, to be ignorant and stupid, which is what most Democrats are. Ignorant and stupid. We covered this yesterday. If you're a Democrat, you are dumb. You're just plain dumb. So when you gaslight your ignorant and stupid base, you allow them, you give them an opportunity to then ramp up on social media and do what? Ah, wrap up smear campaign, which means that all of the stuff that is trending on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube is full of gaslit lies by somebody who knows full well why you would have two passports. Are we starting to figure it out yet? And I had to say it like Kamala Harris for all the trolls, Democrats, and stupid people out there who don't understand. What is that? What is that? Hold on a minute, folks. I don't think I can show this. It's too big. Um, all right, try to walk around here. You don't have to. All right, hold on, folks. My wife's going to come in. Be very careful coming around here. You're going to click, kick lights over and cameras over. You're going to have to hold that up behind me. All right, who sent this? Marilyn Lane. Marilyn Lane sent this. Okay, we got to show this. We got to stop the show and show this, folks. Bring it over here. Look at that. That is a massive wooden board that set. Hold it higher. I am the way, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that. Look at that. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Thank you very much. It came from a barn in New Hampshire? The wood came from a barn in New Hampshire and came from um, Mary Lane? Maryland, Mary Lane. Okay. Well, long story short, folks, I had to, uh, I had to show, I had to stop that, and I had to show the, uh, I had to show how awesome that was. Anyway, Peter Struck, the scumbag, crying, whining, complaining, knowing full well that you have two passports. So, I want to, uh, I want to take this time if I can. Uh, we're going to bring on Ben Berkwam here in a minute, but before we do, I've got to preface this uh, with this story, and this story is as follows, ladies and gentlemen. We just got new numbers from the southern border, from the invasion. Oh, we can, we can hear you guys over there. If you guys can make sure you're muted. Uh, from yeah, the, from the southern border invasion, ladies and gentlemen, a 325% increase. Let me say that again. A 325% increase of people coming over the border illegally funded by the NGOs and Joe Biden himself, a 325% increase from when Donald Trump was in office. Think about that. Think about how dangerous that is. And then think about this, 325%, that's just what we know of. I guarantee you it's like a thousand percent increase. Ben, do we have you? Are you there, Ben? I think Ben's still trying to yeah, get I'm set here, up man. here. Okay, are you you good? You ready to go? Yeah, I'm here. Yes. All right, you're you're breaking yeah, up. As long as the signal holds. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna try to get you in now, brother. As long as the signal holds, okay. Can you hear me still? 
back over here. We're going to wait until you got a signal, buddy. But I'm going to I'm going to break into the story yeah. for a minute. Until Ben comes on, folks, we got to get into the story about this 325 percent increase what an incredible i got i got you now okay we got us now okay all right ben we're gonna bring you on now uh ben um again all as always we love you and thank you very much for giving us your time we know you're busy we know you're there in wyoming ladies and gentlemen ben burkwam ben 325 percent that is the number we just got from the southern border a 325 percent increase of, uh, of illegal aliens invading our southern border with the help of NGOs, with the help and the funding by Joe Biden and our very own government. Uh, speak on that, and, uh, and I, I think that 325% might be a low number. Well, yeah, that's the, that's the number that they apprehended. So we're talking, if, if that's accurate, uh, if, if you don't count all of the people that got away, uh, we're talking about 2 million people last year, that's 6 million plus people this year. But we do know Border Patrol says they're only catching about a third of what's coming across. This is the absolute uh, suicide of a nation that we see right now in front of us coming to you from Joe Biden and the open borders left. They have sold out America. They are aiding and abetting the cartels. They are profiting from this. Uh, and it's at your expense. This is it's treason and they need to be held accountable. Well, it is treason. And you know what? I'm not just saying that because I'm a Republican and Joe Biden's a Democrat or I'm a Trump supporter and I feel that they stole the election because we've seen the evidence and the proof. If Trump was doing this, I would say that's treason. Get that orange man out of office. And that's what the Democrats don't understand. It's not about who's doing it. It's the fact that it's being done that pisses us off. Yeah, no, that's it. I mean, it's uh, this is. It doesn't matter who is doing it. If, if it was, and, and, and honestly, it's rhino Republicans that have done it for years. Yes. Uh, this not just the Democrats. This is the establishment, the uniparty, the globalists. Uh, they've been doing this for years. They've been selling us out. It used to be Republicans wanted cheap labor. Democrats wanted the easy votes. Now it's uh, the Democrats want to destroy this country from within. And you have rhino Republicans who are so weak that they aren't even willing to stand up against it. That's why we need lions. We need fighters. That's why President Trump was so key. Uh, and that's why the, the win in Wyoming yesterday was so big. Mm. Uh, the win in Arizona with Kerry Lake was so big. It, it, this is the future of our children and our grandchildren. If we don't stop it, this nation is gone. Ben, why do you, well, I want to ask you your personal opinion on this. And, and, and this isn't your, uh, you can, you can give me your professional or your personal opinion. Cause I, I, I imagine they both be the same. Why do you think governor Abbott is, uh, why do you think he's so scared to declare uh, uh, an invasion of, of the southern border? And when, when you've got the GOP there that's declared it, you've got counties after county after county declaring it. What is wrong with Governor Abbott? Why does he feel that he doesn't have to? Re I mean, what's going on there? What is your personal or professional opinion? The only thing I can say is that he is a uh, traditional politician and he is worried about how it is perceived. I, 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 think, he's a, I think he's scared. I think he's a coward when it comes to this, uh, and he's not willing to pull the trigger. He knows what's happening. He knows the destruction of his state, and he's just not willing to do anything about it. So I, you know, other than that, I can't answer for him. But this is—it's clear he knows what's happening. You know, he sees what I see, and he's just weak. Uh, that's all I can say. Has uh, has Ken Paxton? Have you ever asked? I know you talked to Ken Paxton quite a bit. You, you know, we we've we've I was with you. We talked to him down there in uh in uh in texas when we went down to the border as well um i think it was in mccallan um has ken paxton have you ever heard him respond to his uh reasoning or his uh opinion on, as to why uh governor abbott hasn't because i know ken paxton would love to i know ken paxton would love yeah. to shut that border down 
Yeah, no, I, you know, I haven't. I know yeah, Ken wants to declare an invasion. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I've never heard him say why Governor Abbott hasn't. So That's, it's just, it's incredible. It, it's, yeah, it is. It's, it's incredible to me. And and you want to know something? That is what's going to make Carrie Lake win uh, against yeah. uh, Katie Hobbs in Arizona. I can guarantee you that Democrat, traditional Democrats and independents are going to vote for Carrie Lake. And they're not going to tell anybody they are. You're not going to see it in the polls. But they are going to vote for her because they're sick of this crap, too. I mean, Arizona is a breeding ground. So is Texas. So is California for for terrorism, for human trafficking, for sex trafficking. And, and the people in those communities are sick and tired of their communities being taken over. Now, you, you spoke about the election last night in Wyoming. You're there. You were there. You were covering it last night. I want you to tell the audience, prior to getting the results, what you saw and what you, what you witnessed uh, as who was voting for, for Liz Cheney last night and, and how she even got 30% of the vote. Well, it, first off, uh, the numbers were massive. The turnout was huge. For a midterm primary, it was probably the biggest I've seen percentage-wise. Now, I haven't seen the final percentages, but the lines out the, were out the door at just about every polling place we went to all day long. It wasn't just for you know a, an hour or two. It was all day long. So people were fired up. Uh, and and you know, I was watching all day wondering, was that going to be a good thing for uh, for Harriet Hagman, or was that going to be a good thing for Liz Cheney? I, I did. I confirmed uh, personally two Democrats who said that they had switched parties to vote for Liz Cheney. And I confirmed from a couple of the different polling places that we went to that they saw more Democrats switch to vote for Liz Cheney than they'd ever had before. Wow. Uh, this is basically Liz Cheney was relying on Democrats to try to win the election. And thank God uh, there just aren't that many Democrats in Wyoming. And MAGA came out in mass. It was a an absolute uh, dis- uh, crushing of Liz Cheney, and uh, and thank God. I mean, she has sold out this state. She has sold out our country, and she needed to go. and And her uh, sanctimonious concession speech oh. last night uh, was so pathetic. So pathetic. Uh, you know, saying that that oh, I could have won, and comparing herself to Lincoln. Yeah, uh, it's just. It, it, you know, it's it's the height of, of hypocrisy, outrage. And, and honestly, uh, Liz Cheney, if you're watching this, if you really want to fall on your sword, what you would do is step down right now. Uh, if you really, uh, you know, thought that that you, that, uh, that you were standing up for, for America in your fight, step down right now and, and let the people of Wyoming have their say. Uh, let Harriet Hageman take that seat and actually do something good for the people of Wyoming. But obviously she won't because well, she's... Ben, I'm going to call it right now. First of all, she's going to go be a lobbyist for the Lincoln Project, and she's going to work to take down President Donald Trump. That's happening. Number two, I guarantee you, you're going to hear this in the future. Some point, the Republican Party left me. I didn't leave the Republican Party. Oh, yeah. I'm running as a Democrat. That's the next thing that you're going to. But you know what? President Donald J. Trump. I, I would have I used to I probably would have said a few years ago single handedly, but he didn't do it single handedly this time. He had the help of all of us, Carrie Lake and many others. They've taken down the Cheney, McCain, and Bush families. Those dynasties are officially dead, right? Yep, that's it. This is uh, this is a new day in America. It's beautiful out here in Wyoming. It's a beautiful state, but it's also beautiful for America. But it's also for the, everyone watching out there. This is just the beginning. It's time for the lions of this nation to rise up. It's time for the people of this nation uh, who love God, who love their families and love this country to stand up and, and fight side by side because it's just beginning. The enemy is uh, amassing and it's time for us to amass in, in larger numbers. And one thing too, is you're watching 
Morning Joe and CNN and, and Liz Cheney and, and just their, their, their disdain for we the people. Just remember, they have scales over their eyes. They can't see. This is biblical. Uh, yeah. we, you know, in some ways, I, I pity them because they walk in darkness. We walk in the light. And Amen. so I just want to encourage us, encourage the viewers, just keep standing up. We know we win. We've already won the eternal battle, but it's time for us to save this nation and save the world. Ben, uh, ranked choice voting real quick. I know you got to go, but ranked choice voting. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to educate the public on what it is. I didn't really know what it was up until Project Veritas actually put it out exactly what it was a couple weeks ago. I started looking into it. There's very, it, it's such a majority wins, uh, you know, Democrat way of, 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 of stealing votes legally. And, uh, and these legislations that have, that have, uh, passed this into law. How do we overcome this going into November? Is it, is it, is it just a, a massive campaign to educate the people of the state to say, look, don't even put uh, Murkowski or any of these rhinos on the yeah. list at all. Don't even put them on the list yeah. at all and then overwhelm the polls and just write in people that you know are not rhinos. Is that the only way to beat it? I mean, what other way can we combat this at this point? Yeah, well, well to answer the question, ranked choice voting is stupid. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it confuses voters. It, uh, it's just, it's a bad idea. It's similar to what we have in California with the top two. It was the top two was designed to, uh, make Democrats win in perpetuity, uh, rank choice. So yes, I think the solution is you go in, you put one name, you don't put anything else. That's right. Uh, you, you I mean, that's, that's really it. Uh, don't, don't put multiple choices because those multiple choices have percentage weight to them. And even if you don't want that person to win, you're giving that person uh, a vote in, yeah. in a, in a sense or a, a percentage of a vote. So, uh, it's it's a it was a bad idea. It's bad for Alaska. Uh, anywhere they they should, you know, the people of Alaska passed it. it. It's up to the people of Alaska to undo it. And I'd recommend they do it before the next election. But I don't know if that's possible. Um, but yeah, it's just bad. Well, you have to around. you'd so, have to call a special session. The governor would have to call a special right. session. The legislation would have to get in there, pass it through real quick, get it in. That's not going to happen before November. We know that the Republicans there are all rhinos. I mean, I, I never knew Alaska was filled with such rhinos uh and and you're right uh every time you write somebody's name down those those uh each one of those lines hold a percentage and it's really like voting three times at once you're literally voting three times in one visit three times in one visit are you heading back down to the border now where are you going next ben in your ventures yeah, I am. I mean, the reason I'm smiling, you guys don't get to see behind the scenes. I'm holding my phone and the way I'm holding it, my uh, cameraman's having to help me hold my elbow. <laughs> so so, so uh, you guys, I wish you guys could see some of what we do out in the field. Uh, it's good times, man. Shout out to Derek. Uh, yeah, I'll be heading back to the border. I'm actually heading back to California. We're spending some time with the family celebrating Chloe's birthday this weekend. Oh, Happy good. birthday, Chloe. And then I'll be back at the border. Our next episode of Law and Border is going to be coming out soon. And we're going to be showing you these cartel uh, Ford operating bases right on the border yeah. of Arizona and Mexico. Crazy. Uh, it's, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable. We, we are being invaded because of Joe Biden and the left. Uh, and it's the suicide of a nation, uh, as I mentioned, if we don't stop this. So we're going to be showing that. I'll be back down there and I'll be back down in La Jolla, Texas 
very soon as well. Well, that's why they're trying to stop Trump at all costs because they know when he comes back, all of them are going to pay for these crimes that they committed in stealing the election and then everything they did after that as well. And please tell Chloe that maybe, maybe for her birthday, I'll send her a cat since I lost your old one. Uh, <laughs> when, I, when I was down at your house, I told that story. I still feel so bad about that. Uh, um, you should feel bad. I should feel bad about that. I literally <laughs> let your family cat out and it never came back. I'm so I'm such a terrible person. Uh, ben, yeah. where can people go to to help fund, to help give you a donation, maybe even go to my pillow, Frontline America? Where can they go to help with your with your uh, funding and what you're doing? Well, thank you, brother. Uh, you can always go to frontlineamerica.com. There's a donate button there that goes directly to our efforts, frontlineamerica.com. And as you mentioned, if you go to mypillow.com, you can always use promo code FRONTLINE or uh, everyone needs to get prepared. You got to get your food supply. Amen. Go to frontlineprep.com and order at least a three month. You got to, every, every family in America needs at least a three month. Uh, food shortages are coming. They're already here. So be prepared. Yeah. And it's not a scare. That's not a fear tactic or a scaremongering thing into, into yeah. uh, selling things, folks. That's serious. People like us, we, uh, we have partnerships and sponsors to help each other out, not to, to line our pockets. Trust me. Hey, Ben, I love you, yeah. brother. Thank you for coming on. I'll too, talk man. to you after, uh, I'll talk to you again soon and we'll, uh, we'll see what's going on next. Okay. All right, brother. All right. Talk thanks, Ben. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. The living legend himself. And like I said, he doesn't deserve a Pulitzer Prize. He deserves the Medal of Honor or at least the Medal of Freedom for what he's doing to help save our country. Um, people in this chat don't know. Not sure what Teresa's saying, but uh, great job, rumbling family. Amen. Amen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, before we move on to the next story, we're going to go long today. I know some people can't stay. I know we're going to lose some people because a lot of people can't stay, but we're going to go a little long today. I figured that we would. And uh, before we do, I'd like to give some shout out, a uh, shout out right now to Gold Co., ladies and gentlemen, one of our uh, one of our partners and sponsors here on Live from America, helping fill in the gaps and uh, trying to look out for you. They really are. I mean, obviously, they're a business, right? They got to make money too, but who are they going after? They're not just going after anybody, folks. They're going after people that actually make this country go round and round. The middle class, the middle class, it's about to get $20 billion of excess taxes. Ladies and gentlemen, you, me, and the upper middle class, which is not me, we're all going to start paying a lot more money. You know what they can't tax? Gold. They can't tax silver either. They also can't tax gold and silver if you buy and purchase and actually do things in gold and silver. Maybe it's time to go back to the gold standard. I don't know. But either way, just give them a call and see what they have to say. What is uh, the harm in calling? 855 855- 559-3433 or go to goldcode.com and use the promo code LFA, ladies and gentlemen. See what they have to say. Maybe, just maybe, we could save the economy by not engaging in giving these losers any more of our money. If you stop paying taxes, they'll just put you in prison. Anyway, speaking of putting you in prison, I am now labeled a domestic, what is it? What am I labeled? Oh, a domestic violent extremist. Ladies and gentlemen, it is official. I am labeled a domestic violent extremist. And guess what? So are you. Last night, Project Veritas released a leaked Department of Homeland Security bulletin on DVEs, domestic violent extremists. And guess what? I'm one of them. They've labeled me a domestic violent extremist in the wake of the FBI's raid on Trump's house in Florida at Mar-a-Lago. The Department of Homeland Security told its agents that any American 
who discusses topics such as, quote, government overreach, which is what we talk about every day here on Life from America, and election fraud of the 2020 election are a threat to America. Quote, does it look like I'm scared, by the way? The threats we have observed to date underscore the DVEs, the domestic violent extremists, may view the 2022 midterm election as an additional flashpoint around which to escalate threats against perceived ideological opponents, including federal law enforcement personnel, according to the documents obtained by Project Veritas. I believe we have that video Breaking pulled up here. Uh, let's um, let's pull that. Let's put that video on the screen yeah, and the smaller box here so that we can really uh, so that we can really get the whole screen in there. Yeah. Listen to what uh, James O'Keefe put out last night, ladies and gentlemen. Check this out. News: a source within the Department of Homeland Security has leaked to us an intelligence bulletin marked for official use only unclassified in light of the FBI raid on President Trump. This document, dated August 12th, refers to a heightened threat from what the Department of Homeland Security calls DVEs, or domestic violent extremists, quote, motivated by a range of ideologies who have grievances against a variety of targets, including law enforcement. Domestic violent extremists are referred to in one of these paragraphs as, quote, many of these threats include references to the perception that the 2020 presidential election was fraudulent and other claims of government overreach. The 2022 midterms in this document are also highlighted as a potential, quote, flashpoint for this violent extremism. We would not have this document, but not for the brave source inside Department of Homeland Security, a new source that reached out to us on our tip line. Veritas tips at protonmail.com and also our signal cell phone. We're getting a lot of sources within the federal government coming to Project Veritas because they certainly can't go to places like the Washington Post or the New York Times who quote these people on background and show you no documents at all. Now, the Department of Homeland Security has declined to confirm the existence. Breaking news, a source right, within gentlemen. the Department yes. of Homeland Security. Thank you, James O'Keefe. Raise your hand if you're a DVE. Raise your hand if you are a proud DVE. And here, let me, let me, let me break something else down for you, Department of Homeland Security. You ready for this? We already labeled you a domestic violent extremist in 2016. We labeled you that in 2017, 18, 19, and we relabeled you that an illegitimate domestic violent extremist when you stole the election of 2020. I have receipts to back up my claim. Do you? Do you have receipts other than a Secretary of State certified the slate of electors that Joe Biden won the presidency of the 2020 election? I doubt it. As a matter of fact, I know you don't have the seats. You losers, I will be the first to stand in line and say that I am a proud domestic violent extremist to your America. But here's the thing. Your America doesn't exist yet. And I'll be damned if we're going to let it happen. So you can label us all you want. You've already labeled us racists and bigots. And now we're violent extremists and terrorists. Who gives a crap? You don't scare anybody. 
and you don't. And if you stop us, you make us bigger. I'm surprised you morons haven't figured that out by now. I am surprised that you losers have not figured that out by now. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again here on LFA to go what we call rhino hunting. We'll make you famous. We'll make you a DVE. <laughs> oh, we laugh in the face of these losers. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, good news. We've got good news. Eight out of ten rhino impeachment voting Trump haters will not be returning in January despite the massive funding by the GOP and their little rhino groups and Kevin McCarthy, ladies and gentlemen. So far, we have expelled eight out of ten of these rhino losers. Can we pull this up on the screen and give the people a good show of who we've gotten rid of? There you go, folks. There you go. California, we lose a rhino. Um, in Valdado, in Valdado, Valdeo, excuse me, Kinzinger, see you later, Kinzinger of Illinois, Mayor of Michigan, peace out, Fred Upton of Michigan, holla at your boy, oh, the yellow Teletubby Liz Cheney of Wyoming, kick rocks, we've got Catco from New York, peace, Gonzalez from Ohio, I wanna see you out that door, baby, bye, 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 Rice from South Carolina is out the door, Butler is out the door. Who we got next? Newhouse. Newhouse is coming up. And guess what? You know who's after that? You, uh, Dan Crenshaw. You're next after that. You're next after that, Dan Crenshaw. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, it is a... Hey, did we do the Lord's Prayer today? I don't remember removing my hat and doing the Lord's Prayer. Did we do that? Let me know if we did the Lord's Prayer. Did we? We did do that? Okay. I want to make sure we did. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the story. Like I said, we're going to go about an hour and 20 minutes today. So thank you for those who decided to stay. Only Representative Dan Newhouse of Washington and Representative David Valdado will be returning next year. Eight out of the 10 are actually gone. This is despite the fact that GOP leader Kevin McCarthy funded five out of the 10 impeachers. Let me say that again. Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy. Funded five out of the 10 of those Trump impeachment, Trump hating losers. And we're, go- and we're going for more, folks. We're going for more. And by the way, tonight we've got Heather Mullins on, and she's going to talk about a, uh, a Republican here in New Hampshire who's actually had a good chance of winning until we found out that she supports um, Kevin McCarthy for Speaker of the House, too. Look, you can't have it both ways anymore. You're going to either conform to this new Republican Party or you're out on your butt. Plain and simple. You're out on your butt. Now, we're going to talk quickly about yesterday's um, 
about yesterday's bill signing uh, into law of the massive Democratic spending bill, which they're coining the Inflation Reduction Act that they caused. Now, let me just tell you something right now. I already told you $20 billion, $20 billion. They're going to raise off the middle class because the middle class is where all the money is. They know it, you know it, and I know it. Small businesses, they're coming after it because they got to get rid of the middle class. They got to get rid of small businesses that are the life engine of this country in order to achieve full-on socialism and and then move on to capitalism. I mean, uh, co- communism. Hey, it's Corn Pop's birthday today? All right, we'll say happy birthday right after this. Um, by the way, do you guys know how much the Democrats have already spent in less than two years? Do you know? Would you like me to tell you? $3.8 trillion. Let me say that again. The Democrats, since they've been in office in less than two years have went on a $3.8 trillion spending spree. And yesterday, when this loser signed this new spending bill into law that's going to create 87,000 new IRS agents, he looked half dead when he was doing it, gave the first pen to Joe Manchin, and then if you watch Chuck Schumer when he was signing the bill, Chuck Schumer was sitting over him like this. He was hunched over like this, like Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. He was hunched over and he was like, uh, he just couldn't wait to get the to get Joe Biden's name on that paper so that he could uh, so that he could get all of the money that he was promised uh, in, in putting this bill together. Check this out. What a re- what a sham. Excuse me. What a sham and a shame this was. Look at this loser. Takes off his mask and then coughs in his hands. By the way, Joe Biden has COVID. Look how bad he looks. Look at Chuck Schumer. Can't wait to get his hands on that money. Put your mask back on, scumbag. There you go. Stand up. Oh, yeah, COVID, COVID couldn't get you down there or anybody else. Look how lost he is. Watch this. Watch this old man decrepitly walk down these stairs, barely making it, hugging and kissing on everybody when his stupid non-doctor wife has uh, has COVID. Real freaking smart, loser. Anyway, you know where all that money's going that they're taking from you? It's going to go to fund Democrat candidates because they can't fundraise in reality because nobody likes them, ladies and gentlemen. And by the way... When, when uh, the other day, when uh, one of the Biden administration cabinet members, I think it was the Treasury Secretary, came on and said, well, you can offset these tax increases. You can offset them with getting tax credits. Well, how do you get tax credits? You buy things that we're forcing you into, like electric vehicles. So they're saying if you buy the stuff that they're forcing you into buying, then you can offset the taxes that they're raising on you. But guess what happens, folks? It doesn't work like that. How many times have I told you that the that the uh, the store or the company is not going to eat the cost? They're going to raise the cost on you, the consumer. So that was an absolute lie because they said you could get a seventy five hundred dollar tax increase if you bought an electric vehicle. Do you know what Ford did? Two seconds after they signed the bill, they raised the price on their electric vehicle truck to eighty five hundred dollars. So that seventy five hundred dollar tax break that you're going to get, they raised it $8,500 for the price of the electric vehicle, the truck, and of course, those tax credits don't mean jack. You see how it all works now? You see how it all works now, folks? 
These people are absolute scum bags. I want to sing happy birthday real quick before we get to the last uh, story of the day. And this is going to go to our very own corn pop. Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Corn Pop slash Tabitha. Happy birthday to you. God bless you, Tabitha, and we love you. Thank you very, very much. Now, we got one more great story. If you live in Louisiana, you're going to love it. But before we do, we got to highlight Pure Talk, ladies and gentlemen, and this is another one of our sponsors. Right now, every business is trying to nickel and dime the crap out of you, as we just seen Ford raising the price of their vehicle to $8,500, even though you get a $7,500 tax break. They squeeze you and they offset their increasing costs. Did I not just say that? It's a mess, but there are companies out there still doing the right thing by their customers. And that's why we want to introduce you to Pure Talk, ladies and gentlemen, the wireless company that gets it. Pure Chalk drew the line in the sand and said, stop screwing over the American people. Right now you can lock in talk text, and data on America's most reliable 5G network for just 30 bucks a month. Plus, you get a 50% off uh, discount off your first month when you make the switch today. If you go to puretalk.com and use the promo code JEREMY, the average family saves 75 bucks a month. It's owned and operated by a veteran. You speak to an American when you call with a problem, not, oh, hello, what can I do for you today? Uh, we cannot. And then you go, I can't understand you. Can I get somebody who speaks English? Well, I speak English just fine. What can I do for you today? Uh, you screwed up my bill. It's $400 then it's more than it should be. Oh, I'm very sorry to hear about that. Are you? Are you very sorry to hear about that? Yes, I'm very sorry to hear about that. I don't think so. I don't think so. PureTalk.com. Ladies and gentlemen, use the promo code JEREMY and get started. Okay, moving down to Louisiana, the great state of Louisiana. If you live there, you're going to be happy to hear about this. And we're going to highlight and give the Smarty Award of the Day to Secretary of State for the great state of Louisiana, Kyle Ardoin. Let's go ahead and give him the Smarty Award of the Day. Secretary of State for Louisiana, Carl, Kyle Ardoin, excuse me. He gets the Smarty Award of the Day, folks, because he is finally, he's setting the bar and he ends the Soros-funded Eric system in his state and creates a directive to keep the 2020 election materials, ladies and gentlemen. Did you hear what I just said? He got rid of the Eric system. The Eric system is a Soros-funded, Soros-based, Soros-overseen uh, system that actually literally reports all the data on your voting rolls. And it's supposed to clean and manage your voting rolls as well. But it doesn't do that. It actually dirties them up with dead people so Democrats can uh, bring it in on the, on the ground side and match mail-in ballots to people that don't exist. And the, state, the uh, Secretary of State of Louisiana said, no, we're not doing that. He ended the Eric system. It is gone. And he created a directive to keep all the 2020 election materials and not get rid of them like other states are doing. So a big shout out to your Secretary of State there in Louisiana, Kyle Ardoin, for doing the right thing. What a great man. What a great public servant. Amen? 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for Live from America today. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for keeping this show going, understanding how important this show is, and understanding that without shows like this, we are not given the truth. We are not given the gospel from a political point of view. And really, our country is doomed uh, if we continue... um, Uh, to go down the status quo of ABC, CBS, uh, Fox News, and the rest of these blowhards out there. Places like myself, Real America's Voice News, they're going to keep giving you the truth. So thank you very, very, very much. And remember, folks, we have got a lot of new stuff on uh, JeremyHarrell.com, including your back-to-school special. We got your back-to-school special on all patriotic kids' clothing. You buy one item, you get 20% off of all kids' items going back to school. And, of course, you can see here we've got the new Faith Family Freedom shirts. We've got the handcrafted Armor of God wooden plaques, the Freedom Towels, You Can't Beat Trump, so many new items on JeremyHarrell.com to check out, folks. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you guys tonight, 5 p.m. for more Live from America. Till then, keep sharing the video. Keep rumbling on your way out. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And keep spreading that gospel. Peace.